Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullen. Kick and chase again by Mullen. Aguero! Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punters pod. Jimmy Buckley with you on this Thursday, February the 9th and returning to that tantalising temptress that is the round ball game on both sides of Hadrian's Wall. We have a full fixture list of English League matches plus the fifth round of the ever-intriguing Scottish Cup and joining me in the studio to discuss all this and more, the man who continually refuses to deny that he's on the verge of taking over as next Aberdeen manager, <laughs> the great Ken Rutherford. Welcome, mate. Yeah, I'd love to have a crack at that, mate. Wouldn't that be good? Oh, boy. <laughs> What's happening there at the Dons up at Patodri? Are they having a shocker the last couple of months? They're in all sorts. They are in all sorts, and um, it's hard to see any light at the end of the tunnel. I did see at the end of the uh, transfer window they bought a defender, or they got a defender on loan from somewhere. That's probably a good start, because... I think for a couple of weeks they're giving away five or six goals every time they played. Yeah, no, shoring up that uh, that back four has got to be a priority for whoever steps in. Bit of a poison chalice at the moment, and to be honest with you, they've never really recovered from the loss of Derek McInnes. No, they haven't. Um, I did see our man Mojovski, the striker from North Macedonia, <laughs> who we did tip out some six months ago as potentially the golden boot in the Premier League of Scotland at uh, twenty-eight to one, no, no less. Uh, he got a couple at the weekend, so uh, let's hope his form continues. Yeah, it's very good to see. That's what we like to see. The North Macedonian marksman, who did start off particularly well this season. Let's hope he's got a few in the can to finish off over the next couple of months. However, that's one team that will not be lining up in the fifth round of the FA Cup, of the Scottish no. FA Cup this weekend, but we'll get to that in a moment. Just a quick word on this morning's game, Rudds, which you would have watched, yes. uh, Manchester United 2, Leeds United 2, Leeds without a manager at the moment. What did you make of it? Well, Leeds had two shots on goal, basically, and, and, <laughs> and scored twice. In the first minute, they scored uh, a good goal. Uh, United had uh, the lion's share of possession, as you would have expected, at uh, Old Trafford, and uh, couldn't make the most of their chances, really. I mean, it could have been 5-2, 6-2, 5-3, something like that. It was uh, end-to-end stuff. It was your typical rambunctious... Uh, Pennines derby really James it was look we know there's a lot of history between these two teams going back a number of years Leeds United and Man United there's never any love lost between the two sets of supporters particularly and uh, that of, often translates to a, a really a thrilling game on the pitch that it was it was end to end I guess in the wash up look Casemiro's missing for the next two and a half three matches now isn't he so uh, a dubious sending off quite frankly I mean goodness gracious it was never a sending off but anyway, he's got to take his punishment. Uh, and, and United, if you do listen, as I do, to like so Roy Keane, who I think is one of the best going around in terms of punditry in, in, in the EPL, uh, he says, you look, United into one game, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, they still had Fred in the middle of midfield, they still had McTominay, still had uh, Juan Bissaka right back, uh, Luke Shaw. There's, there's still a core of players there that haven't really changed uh, since... Uh, Ten Hag's come on board. It's still the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer kind of Solskjaer kind of um, core of players. So until they completely get 
perhaps changed. Um, let's see what happens in the, in the summer coming up, in the European summer coming up. But there's still a bit of work to do, I think, till Den Haag gets his, his, his core right. He's probably done a pretty good job, to be fair, after a, a bit of a sluggish start, Ten Hag. Yeah, he has, and uh, not just Casemiro being out, of course, but Eriksen as well in midfield. I think there's some issues there in midfield. They bought the guy from Bayern Munich, the Austrian midfielder who's come in the Sabitza. Uh, he, he looks handy. He's on loan, of course, from Bayern. But no, Ten Hag's done a terrific job. Uh, let's let's see how the how the season transpires for United and other teams. They slip a couple of points, don't they? The, Arsenal got a couple of games in hand of United. They're on fifty points. United on forty three in third position. So it's a, it is Arsenal to lose, isn't it? The championship at the moment. Absolutely, especially after Spurs beat City earlier in the week. Leeds mm. and Man U do it all again at Elland Road early Monday morning our time. Before that, West Ham host Chelsea. Leicester take on Spurs. Palace play Brighton and Arsenal. The leaders are playing Brentford. Intriguing game there in uh, the north of London. Southampton play Wolves. Fulham hosts Nottingham Forest. Bournemouth play Newcastle. And then... After that Leeds Man U game, we've got Man City at home to Aston Villa and then the Merseyside derby, Liverpool, who are in all sorts of trouble versus a resurgent Everton under the stewardship of Sean Dyche who started his new managerial position with a win at the weekend. Rudds, what are you liking the Premier League this week? Well, let's, let's talk about that last game first, shall we? I know it's not for another few days, but um, what do we make of Jurgen Klopp at the moment? I mean, he's... Really struggling. The one thing about the Ferguson and these great managers, they they're able to regenerate their sides, aren't they? During the core, during the part of their era, and um, we saw Ferguson do that two or three times. He got rid of Beckham, he got rid of Van Nistelrooy, he got rid of Ronaldo. He just found the right time to change the the ethos and the culture of his sides during the during the course of his twenty odd years in charge of United. Longer than that, of course. Klopp hasn't done that yet. He's, he's, he's kind of in the middle of it where he's got a, a number of his younger players who've obviously come through the Liverpool system, Harvey Elliott and a few other guys like that who, are, who he's giving a chance. But the players that he's brought in the last couple of seasons, you've got to ask questions. This is, well, you could, you could say certainly the most testing period of his Liverpool managerial career and probably one of the biggest tests I think he's had to face as a manager in the game. Is he capable of, of rebuilding and reworking this Liverpool squad, which two years ago was honestly one of the best sides we've probably ever been fortunate enough to witness? Without doubt. So this will test him. And it's funny, he strikes me as a pretty emotional sort of a character. And, I mean, obviously don't know the man, but but someone who, when things are not going his way, I suspect he might get rather testy and be difficult to deal with. I can't imagine his conversations with the board at the moment are overly friendly and energetic and it wouldn't surprise me if going the other way he's probably a bit stroppy with a few players too because they're not really pulling their weight at the moment well that's that's the big takeout for me from some of his post-match media conferences at the moment James is just how stroppy he is with some of his players he's he's not he's not uh, backing off uh, or shy in uh, giving out criticism to his players And, and he's done that quite often the last six to eight weeks it's with the players, you've got to wonder where it just goes over the curve a bit. You know, you fall off the cliff and you start to lose it as players with you. You manage continually being critical. Um, but I, I look at a guy like Joel Matip, and look, admittedly he had an absolute shocker last weekend against Wolves. He had an absolute shocker. He, if, if he's Liverpool's number one or number two central defender, goodness me, they're in trouble. I mean, he's he, he'd be flat out catching a game at... Uh, 
a championship side at the moment the way he's playing. So I, I think yeah, Liverpool's still got a, a really good playing eleven. there's no doubt about that, but there's key positions there where they're lacking depth. Yeah, there's something amiss too, and, and they're, play, they're only paying $1.50. It is at Anfield, admittedly, but $1.50 in a derby, Everton paying 6 bucks. The draw is four dollars twenty, and one I didn't uh, I didn't mind the look of two dollars forty five. There, the double chance around Everton. Let's be honest, the Sean Dyche factor is significant, and this is his first chance to really, I think, lay down a marker away from home against the biggest rivals. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it's uh, the way to go there. To be honest, James, and watching the Everton game last weekend. Let me think, Southampton, I think it was, wasn't it? Two teams down towards the, the bottom of the ladder. Obviously, Dice's first match with Lampard being sacked recently. Um, Everton looked, they, they, they looked more structured. They looked as though they had a, had a pattern. They played the four across the back, which is traditional Dice. Too good for Arsenal last weekend. That's right. I mean, what a way to start for Sean Dice. What a way to start. And they were, they, were, they were full value for their win, to be frank. I mean, they were. Arsenal had, had a handful of chances. But Everton could have won by by more. So good on them. They they they're a good side. They're a big club, aren't they? In the English leagues over the years, they they win things when they when they're going good. So let's hope the Dice has that desired effect. The whole relegation scene looks looks really interesting, doesn't it? I mean, there's seven or eight teams. I mean, a team like Crystal Palace, who at the moment are probably eight nine points, I think, clear of the bottom side. Uh, they haven't won a game yet in 2023 in this calendar year, and they're a side who. If I was Patrick Vieira, I might just be looking over my shoulder at the moment. They could be sucked in very, very quickly. It's interesting. You've got you've got Everton now have a new manager. Leeds United on the verge of appointing a new manager. And we know that quite often when there is a change at this stage of the season, it can completely reinvigorate a side. It can go both ways. Teams like Wolverhampton, Leicester City, Aston Villa, who all started quite poorly, I would have thought, are starting to haul their way up the table. Which leaves, yeah, the likes of, uh, say, Bournemouth down there. Potentially Palace gets sucked in. Southampton struggling. But even they have improved, I think, markedly over the last probably month or so. It's going to go down to, I suspect, the final day. And I reckon at the top end there's going to be a fair bit of drama to get through before we crown a champion of England. I don't think it's going to be Liverpool, but Manchester City will have a say despite everything that's happening off the field with them at the moment. And I think... I think Arsenal have still got a fair bit of work to do if they're going to hold on to this lead. Manchester United probably still fancy themselves as a chance in the title race. Uh, despite the result this morning against Leeds, anything else, Rudds, that you like this weekend in the Premier League? Yeah, it's been a... It's been a it's, look, there's some close games. You just got to look at the head-to-head odds for a number of them. I mean, West Ham United at 3.30, the draw $3.10, and Chelsea at 2.25. West Ham are starting to show some green shoots for improvement. As a Chelsea, look, Chelsea have, have made a number of uh, purchases again during the, the January transfer window, so they might just need some more time for them to gel. So I didn't mind a bit of West Ham United at home. Maybe the double chance, take them and the draw it around $1.60, throw it into your multi. Another couple of games go high on the total goals market, James. I thought goals in the Leicester City Tottenham Hotspur game. Leicester City played Aston Villa last weekend. What was that final score? 4-2, I think it was, to Leicester. They seem as though they're getting the act together now. Look, they don't seem to have a big budget. I think we all know that. But Brendan Rodgers has been very canny, very cunning in the way he's gone about his purchases. He's got some good quality players there now, and they seem to be playing for him. There's James Madison, we know his quality. Tillemans is a 
outstanding player. Defensively, they look a bit better. I can see goals in that game. Leicester City versus Tottenham go the over two and a half. I think it's around the dollar eighty seven, dollar ninety mark. Crystal Palace we've talked about there at home at Selhurst Park against uh, Brighton Hove Albion. Three dollars seventy Palace. The draw three thirty. Brighton at two dollars. You'd like to think Brighton would be a, a decent chance here, even money. And the other big game I'm going to mention in terms of going low on the goals in this game and maybe even going the draw in the head-to-head, Southampton at home against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Look, is this last chance saloon for the relatively new Southampton manager, Nathan Jones? He's only been there about two and a half, three months, having come from Luton Town. They're at 290 at home, 310 the draw, pretty keen on that. And Wolves at $2.50. Wolves, you know, start the season, couldn't score a goal to save themselves. Got three last weekend against uh, against Liverpool. Uh, I can see this being a very tight affair. Wolves still hovering around that relegation zone. I can see a draw being the being the result in that one. All right, $3.10 for a draw there does look like pretty good value down on the south coast. What are your thoughts? We're aligning this weekend, I think. I was quite keen on the Hammers with the double chance there, $1.60. Still don't believe in Chelsea, and they are, I think, trying to work out the best way to piece that jigsaw puzzle together. And like you say, the Hammers have improved, I think, over the last couple of weeks, as they needed to do. Uh, And otherwise, I think that sees me out for the Premier League this weekend. Yeah, look, there's there's key matches, obviously. I mean, Fulham and Notts Forest, that's that's an interesting one. I mean, you look at those three teams, Brentford. Look, Brentford have got a hard ass this weekend at at the Emirates playing Arsenal. Brentford, I think, are sixth or seventh. Brighton, I think, are sixth. Uh, Brentford are seventh and Fulham are eighth. And you do yourselves a favour. Go and watch each of those three teams play. They're, they're playing some great football at the moment, particularly Fulham, actually. I really enjoy watching them play. They, they're well set up by Mario Silva, Mark, and, and, and doing a terrific job. Not Forest also, they're, they're going OK. So that, that game between two of the recently promoted sides, Fulham and Notts Forest, will be an absolute beauty at Craven Cottage. All the games this weekend, there's, there's something about them which uh, has, has appeal. It's a fascinating weekend ahead of us of football. In the English Championship, Birmingham hosts West Brom, Wigan v Huddersfield, Sheffield United v Swansea, Sunderland mm. v Reading, Bristol City v Norwich, QPR, Millwall, Burnley, Preston, Watford v Blackburn, Blackpool versus Rotherham, Coventry v Luton, Stoke versus Hull. And Cardiff City versus Middlesbrough. Anything catch your eye here, Rods? Well, I'll be very surprised if you haven't uh, spotted this opportunity, James, because this is a team that you often mention in the championship. (laughs) Blackpool versus Rotherham. Now, this is relegation City, Arizona in the championship, these two teams. Um, Blackpool $1.91 at home, $3.25 the draw, $3.50 about Rotherham. Now, Go and look at the stats. The last 11 times these two teams have played, there's been three draws and eight times Rotherham have beaten Blackpool. Blackpool yeah. haven't beaten Rotherham in the last 11 occasions. Can you believe that? I had to look at it twice myself. So if you go in the stats, the 350 about Rotherham stands out, as perhaps does the draw, uh, but the double chance market's clearly the way to go at around $1.87. Go Rotherham and the draw. Important game for, for both sides. They don't get something started soon. They're going to be fully ensconced in a relegation battle that neither one would want. Yeah, poor old Rotherham. They've uh, they've kind of regressed as the season has gone on. That's a big opportunity there for three points to go up to Blackpool. Oh, I would have thought so. Uh, out of some of the other ones, look, I, I like to have a Saturday morning bet, uh, James. You, you know that. 
and um, this is a, a real rip snorter. Uh, Seven a.m. Australian time on Saturday morning, Birmingham City oh. at St Andrews at home against uh, West Bromwich Albion, uh, Brummy Derby. Three sixty Birmingham City, who went out and won last weekend four three against Swansea, coming from behind to win that game away from home. The draw is three twenty uh, West Brom, the uh, two thousand ten cents. A lot of conjecture this week whether their coach Calderon would go to Leeds United. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, he's now just signed a new contract with the Baggies, so he won't be going anywhere. So. The work that he's doing at uh, the Hawthorns, he's clearly enjoying, and uh, he's signed on again to take them perhaps on a on a uh, promotion march out of the championship later on this season. I was very keen on a same game multi. Look, punters just they're loving these same same game multis. They're the way to go. And for both teams to score, which is yes, a dollar eighty seven into Birmingham City and the draw double chance market. I, I think Birmingham will get something at home. Against uh, the baggies, a dollar seventy. That is the same go multi price. We'll just factor in a few related outcomes. Is three dollars and nine cents, and I've already had a slice of that myself to back my own uh, my own review preview of, of that particular game. So go Birmingham. I'll be up watching it. It'll, it'll, there'll be tackles flying in left, right, and centre. I wouldn't mind seeing the the card markets as well. I'll go high and yellows, and maybe the, maybe a red. Yeah. Would not surprise me. Now that's a that's a tasty way to start a Saturday morning, Rudds. I like it. Well, it is really. It's going to be warm. Gee, it's going to be a hot weekend. It is actually very very much looking forward to the forecast. Just a couple quickly from me before we get into the real stuff, the Scottish <laughs> football. I'm keeping it very simple this weekend. Sheffield United dollar eighty seven at home should do over Swansea City and Sunderland dollar eighty seven. They're at the Stadium of, of Light. They're hosting Reading, who. They're in a bit of a slump. They actually went to Stoke there a couple of weeks ago and got belted 4-0. Stoke are not going that and well. Stoke are going shocking. I yeah. mean, they really are. They're, they're, they're down the bottom in relegation country as well. They're playing a hole. That's a big game for Stoke. Yeah. Um, uh, I agree with you about Sunderland. I've, as I've told you in the week, I've had a bit of a bet on Sunderland to get the top six. Yeah. Uh, and there's an absolute there's – there's a train smash of teams locked in their middle table position, teams like Millwall and – Preston and Watford and you know, Blackburn Rovers are around there. I watched Blackburn play Wigan a couple of days ago. Do yourself a favour. Don't watch the highlights. It was horrible. Nil-nil uh, at Ewood Park. But Wigan will be happy. Wigan, uh, Sean Maloney's now the coach there. He's just taken out. I think it was his first game in charge, so nil-nil draw was good. They actually looked okay. They had the better of the game, Wigan, to be fair. So I see they're playing Huddersfield. Huddersfield without a manager? Yeah, I just read an article. Who do you think's on the shortlist? For that, to, to Jesse, be, Jesse Marsh. Be, no, he's not. <laughs> Just down the road. To be the next Huddersfield manager. I'll give you a clue. He's in his 70s. Oh, good Lord. He's been to places like Cardiff and, um, let me think, he's been all over the place. Mick was McCarthy. It, was he in Middlesbrough for a while? No, Mick's found himself somewhere else. Has he? he? He's definitely somewhere else. He's at, he's, he's like League One or something. I watched the highlights of that the other day. I was surprised to see him there. No, Neil Warnock. Oh, dear God. Yeah, Neil Warnock's on the shortlist for Huddersfield, can you believe? I can. <laughs> I can believe. Good Lord, what's he? He'd be at 74, 75 oh, year old now. Be. Yeah, I, I thought when he, when he left Cardiff, that was going to be it. But um, uh, he's clearly got nothing better to do with his time. He's sick of having the uh, the slippers sitting there uh, by the by the hearth every morning. I reckon he'd be hard work at home too, Neil Warnock. He's sort of guy might just keep him up though. He's, he's that kind of guy. He goes in and makes an instant, uh, you know, changes and, and gets the guys playing for him. He's, he's certainly got something about him. 
Anyway, Scottish FA Cup uh, fifth round. So, smorgasbord again. This is what we have to look forward to. Hamilton Academical host Hearts Livingston welcome Inverness Caledonian Thistle. Wraith Rovers host the Scottish Premier side Motherwell. Air United, second place in the championship. They play Elgin of League Two. Mm. Dundee United host Kilmarnock at Tanadice. Celtic welcome St Mirren. Rangers are at Ibrox against Partick Thistle. And then on Tuesday morning our time, Darvel FC, the fairy tale heroes, they host Falkirk. Once again in Darvel, the long tune, the lang tune. Have you had a chance to Look over these markets, Rudds. I have, I have indeed. I found a couple. I'm just going. I'm just doing my calculations now for the multi price. So we've got it spot on. It's just over five dollars. So ah, nice. Four to one price about the multi. I've I've gone in the Hamilton Academicals game against Hearts. Now the head to head price is seven dollars. Hamilton draw four twenty. Hearts who should win the game at a dollar and forty cents. But Hamilton to not lose by more than three goals. So the plus two handicap market, they're $1.62. Now, their recent form, help me out here, mate. They're in the championship, aren't they? So they're only one tier down from the premiership. Um, their form is good. They're in red-hot form at the moment. They're winning games, they're drawing games, they haven't lost a game for a while. So they're at home. I can see them, big crowd at home. They're a team with some history. They've done well in the Scottish football prior Rebuilding, going good, so I can see them getting something or at least not losing badly to Hearts at the weekend, $1.62 with a plus two handicap. And the other team in the championship, the Scottish Championship, who are going very well are Wraith Rovers. Uh, they're playing Motherwell, who we know are stuck at the bottom or towards the bottom of the Premiership in Scotland. $3.10 Wraith at home, three twenty the draw, two twenty Motherwell. Go that three ten price punters and put that into the $1.62 plus two goals about Hamilton, and you get a price of 5.02. So keen on both of those. And look, it's it's getting to the latter stages of the CFA Cup in Scotland, so anything could happen. Fascinating, isn't it? And some good value there. You're right, two informed championship sides mm. uh, who are welcoming Premier League opposition. They're always tough, these games, when you have mm. to go away from home. Getting to the latter stages of the competition, you've still got your league commitments to think about. I mean, Hearts could easily field a second-string side there. Go down, well, try and that's grab right. a 1-0 win. And yeah, they might just you know make a few changes for the first uh, 45 anyway. Uh, if it's 0-0 mm-hmm. at half-time, they might bring on a few other players. Because uh, they played midweek. They had a good week, uh, good win midweek too, from memory. So, they're, they're, look, I just thought, that given the form of those two sides, Hamilton and Wraith, they're, they're a chance. The other side you mentioned is Air United. I just thought they were too short. They're forty playing Elgin. They should win. I mean, Air are going pretty well too in the Championship. And we'll win. I don't think it will win, but I thought the dollar forty was a bit short. Considering you can get a dollar forty bet Hearts to go to Ackies and win. That's right. I mean, that's probably better. But you're right. Air United mm. should win. Mm. Now the the big game that will be televised again on the BBC. Darvel welcome Falkirk. Darvel five dollars draw four dollars twenty. Falkirk a dollar fifty. Falkirk will receive nine hundred tickets for the fixture with the away support located in the east and south terracing, the same area of the ground in which Aberdeen <laughs> supporters were housed a couple of weeks ago, which is a standing section only and is uncovered with no gradient. And it's, is it over the cemetery? Or was close to yeah, the cemetery? Yeah, it's at the cemetery end, mm, I believe. At the cemetery end. The cemetery okay. end, which I think is the eastern border of the pitch. The last time you um, were there. 
the last time I was there, yeah, in the Langtoon, the club is expecting a high demand for tickets, and with this in mind, the initial sale of tickets will only be for season ticket holders only. They'll fill their allocation for kick. They'll be down with their tails up. They are flying at the moment. So how, how have they gone in their own league since the big win over Aberdeen? No, actually, that's a good question. We'll yeah. have to check that. We'll have to check I'll have that. to have a look at that. And Falkirk, what's their uh, They're going very well. They're okay. uh, second, I think, behind Dunfermline in Scottish League 1, and yeah. playing very well. To be honest with you, mate, I think that dollar fifty is... Uh, Money for He's printing money. Okay. I think Falkirk go there. They get the job done. Fair play to Darvel. They knocked off Aberdeen. What a, what a bit of draw half-time and uh, Falkirk to win the full-time. The old half-time, full-time double. That'll be part about two eighty-three dollars I'd say. See, it's not a bad shout. You know, Darvel might hold on for 45 Yeah. No. yeah they're, they're possibly still recovering from the uh, the Aberdeen game. <laughs> that was a – geez, that was an effort. Yeah, it's the kind. Effort. It's the kind of game where, where Falkirk might come out all guns blazing – and just try and nick one early. Yeah. You know, just to try and put it to bed, just to... Yeah. yeah you the, see it happen. Take, take the air out of the balloon. Absolutely. And, and yeah. you see it happen time and again when one of these lower league teams knocks off a, a huge opponent. That Quite often they draw someone that's, I guess, lesser ranked yeah. the following week and quite often they'll go down 2-0, 3-0 and... Yeah. That'll be that. But we'll see the Churchillian-like address delivered by the Darvel manager before Aberdeen, yes. which kind of went viral on the internet. Mm. He might have something else up his sleeve. Yes. We'll see. But unfortunately, I think from a cold-hearted punting perspective, that dollar fifty about Falkirk looks pretty good. Uh, and I agree with what you're saying. I reckon Ackies will, will give a side against Hearts. Mm. And I think Wraith Rovers are a big chance against Motherwell. Yeah. That's a tricky I think assignment. I think, I think they are. I mean, Wraith... I'm just trying to think. Where is Wraith? It's near. Is it near our Broth around there? Sort of on uh, the way to the north, the coast, I east think coast. It's Fife. I think it's around actually, there. So south of Edinburgh. It's uh, sort of east Dundee of Edinburgh. And, yes, yeah, it's it's yeah. down, between Edinburgh and Dundee. I would say. Yeah, I suspect yeah. probably quite close to Dunfermline. I've got a feeling I, I drove on the train going north one time. You see the football ground from the train actually. Ah, I've yeah, got a funny go. feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they Wraith are going well. They, you know, Motherwell are indifferent as, as a lot of those sort of bottom placed. Uh, Scottish Premiership sides are their form was very inconsistent, and I just can see a big crowd at Wraith, and uh, they can get something for sure. Yeah, they go. The tails are up there in the uh, the Kingdom of Fife at the moment. Dunfermline, top of League One, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Wraith going along okay. Yeah, you know that the uh, Dundee United are kicking it away in the Premier League there, and Dundee will be trying very hard to get promoted this season back to the Premiership. I'm not sure yeah. if that's going to happen, but no, uh, I don't nice think it will either. We'll see. Right, so to summarise there, Rudd's is multi for the Scottish FA Cup fifth round. Ackies with a plus two and a half goal head start, $1.62. Roll that into Wraith Rovers to beat Motherwell at $3.10. That pays $5.02. Uh, if you are keen on bundling a few shorties together, I'd recommend Air to win at $1.40 and Falkirk to win at Darvel, paying $1.50. Now, the English Premier League, we're both keen on Everton to get something at Liverpool, that's $2.45 for Everton mm. to go there and either win or draw. And by the same token, West Ham at home against Chelsea, we're keen on the Hammers to get something out of that, paying $1.60 for a win or a draw there. Rudd thinks that the Leicester-Tottenham game is going to produce a lot of goals, get on the over 2.5 there, roughly about $1.87. And he thinks Brighton are pretty good value to go to Palace and win. That's paying $2. And finally, Saints versus Wolverhampton down on the south coast. $3.10 about the draw and probably a low-scoring affair. And then finally in the championship, Rotherham paying $3.50 to go to Blackpool and win. Have some of that. Birmingham versus West Bromwich Albion. 
Same game multi for Rudds here. Both teams to score into Birmingham City to either win or draw that. That pays $3.09. And then we don't mind the look of both Sheffield United and Sunderland to win their respective games at home, both paying $1.87. Plenty to look forward to there. Rudds, how's the weekend shaping up for you, mate? Yeah, we're, we're maybe thinking about going away for a, for a night somewhere. We'll wait and see what progresses. But looking forward the next few days, of course, James, uh, it's India against Australia, isn't it? Absolutely. And great time of day to watch it too here in Australia. So a lot of uh, talk and conjecture and chat around the pitch in, in Nagpur. So it looks odd, to be fair. It does look <laughs> odd. Uh, the ends look shaven uh, a lot more than the middle of the pitch. So the England, Indian spinners might gain some... Uh, Turn, shall we say, against your batsman? But um, look, the next month for cricket is going to be compelling viewing. There's no doubt about that. This series is going to be—it's going to tell a lot of stories. That's for sure. Yeah, big month of cricket coming up. We may well have a special guest too to speak with. So stay tuned for that one. Maybe even next week, and we'll be back again next week uh, with Sammy Williams to continue our preview of the upcoming NRL season. Until then, happy punting.